welcome to the One Man Renegade Podcast. This is chapter 30, and I'm your host, the Honorable Greg B. Yeah, we made it to 30. How about that? Crazy, right? Um, you know, uh, it was less than two years ago when I started this, so I already have 30 chapters, and there's actually more than that if you actually count them out. But, um, yeah, so we're at 30, um, and we're getting ready for a big, big weekend and the uh worlds of sports entertainment and sports entertainment as it were um you know we got the final four coming up uh starts on saturday and of course the finals on monday um you got uh baseball starting up on sunday uh you're right in the middle of the nf uh nhl and um nba playoff pushes um and then um hmm what else is going on? Oh, right. That's right. The ultimate thrill ride is happening this Sunday. And that, of course, is WrestleMania 33 from Orlando, Florida. But there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on um, before that um, in Orlando. And then after that as well, because um, Raw and SmackDown will both be in Orlando. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about all of that, everything. Sit back, relax. It's going to be a great show. Um, I also got a box to open up. Um, so um, there should be some cool stuff in there, I'm guessing. Uh, but uh, yeah, so first and foremost, let me go back a little bit and talk about my last episode where uh, I made my picks for the March Madness NCAA tournament. And I said I was probably going to be tossing my uh, I bracket out the window or in the trash uh, by the end of the weekend, and I certainly was. Now, I didn't do so bad in the first round. I think I got like 25 or 26 of the 32 uh, first round games, which isn't too bad. It wasn't amazing, but it was, you know, not too bad. It was the second round that killed me. I ended up only getting six of the Sweet 16, and then, um, yeah. I mean, my team's still alive that I had picked to win it all, just none of the other teams I had going anywhere made made it anywhere. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing a lot of other people had uh, chosen uh, North Carolina as well, so... You know, having done that and not getting a lot of other picks correctly, I did not do very well. Uh, but, you know, it should be an interesting Final Four. You got uh, Gonzaga and uh, South Carolina, and then you got North Car- North Carolina and um, um, or Oregon. So, I mean, you potentially could have a Car- battle of the Carolinas in the finals. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I mean, I do think North Carolina's going to win. Uh, but I think it's going to be North Carolina and Gonzaga. I mean, I know that's easy to say it's a one-one, but they're both one seeds, so a one versus the one. Okay, not going out on a limb too much on that one, but um, you know, South Carolina was a seven seed, I believe. Um, so that'd been pretty impressive. Oregon's a three seed, so you know that that's that is what it is. Uh, but I don't I don't see Oregon beating North Carolina. I don't see South Carolina beating Gonzaga, and I still. I'm going to stay with my pick of North Carolina winning. Um, not that it's going to win me anything, but, um, you know, I, I do think they were the best team, even though they did screw up and lose to Duke um, in the ACC tournament. But whatever. That's that, that's not the point. Uh, the, who cares about that? They knew they were going to be in the tournament. They knew they were going to be one seed. It didn't really matter to them. Uh, weird, Weirdly, I guess. It meant more to Duke, maybe? I don't know. But Duke... Duke sucks, and they sucked, and they lost. Um, didn't even get a, get it to the Sweet 16, so who cares? Um, 
And then uh, what else? All right. So we're you know baseball starting up on on Sunday. Um, you got three games. Yeah. See, they've done it weird the last few years. So you know, f- forever, forever ago. Um, you know, they you know baseball always started on the Monday, the first Monday in April. Usually, sometimes it was the last Monday in March, depending on when how the schedule worked out. Definitely remember some seasons starting in the end of March, but. Usually it's the beginning of April, first Monday in April or whatever. Um, but then a few years ago, well, this is going back now. This is probably like 15 years ago maybe. I don't even know. They started having the Sunday night game uh, to start off the season. And there were some random seasons where there was games in like Japan or Australia or whatever. But I'm not counting those. Those don't count. I'm talking about like the actual real start of the season. Um yeah, so, um, yeah, they'd have a Monday, Sunday night game. A lot of times it was whoever won the championship would play or whatever, kind of like they do in football. Um, but then the last couple of years they've had, like, three games during on Sunday, three or four games. I'm, I'm not sure how many there are this year. Uh, they make it, like, a whole day. Not, like, every, not everyone plays, but, like, they have, like, three or four games or whatever. So they're doing that again this year. Um, and then everyone else usually plays on Monday or sometimes Tuesday or whatever. Um, you know, depending on the weather, it could be later than that. Uh, um, who knows? The Red Sox are opening up at home this year and we're supposed to get snow this weekend. So, yay! going to be nice and fun and crisp for, 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 for baseball on Monday, which, well, let's look at the, let's look at the forecast. I think I saw freezing rain in the forecast. So that, that's always a great, great way to start off a baseball season. Um, no, actually, it looks okay. Um, I guess, yeah, we're supposed to get some sleet and freezing rain on Friday and Saturday, but Sunday looks okay, and then Monday, um, um, it's supposed to be 48 degrees and sunny, so it's not gonna be warm, but at least it'll be sunny, and then Tuesday we're supposed to get maybe some sleet and freezing rain and rain. Uh, luckily, they pay, the luckily the Red Sox don't play on Tuesday. They play on Wednesday, and it's supposed to be sunny and fifty. So there you go. All right, but I think it's a night game. So what does it matter? It's probably probably really cold. Um, but yeah, I I always kind of debate. I mean, you know, it's I, I I get I get the idea. It's like you know you can't have teams like sucks for teams to have to always start in the road i get that but at the same time it's like wouldn't it make much more sense for the red sox to start and say i don't know uh, uh, tampa or even toronto they have a dome you know i don't know texas california like whatever uh no they're starting at home so whatever um it's not the first time it won't be the last time um, but you know, uh, how do I feel about the season? I mean, generally speaking, um, I think the Cubs are going to be good again. I think Cleveland's going to be good again. The Red Sox are going to be good. Um, I think the Dodgers will probably be pretty good. I really don't know. And, and it's tough to tell year to year. Teams are always, you know, bouncing back or, or, or surprising people and stuff. You know, I mean, you know, the years of, and it's still kind of true. The Red Sox always being good, although they haven't necessarily been good every year. Uh, Yankees have weren't great last year, but they could always bounce back, you know. Um, I don't know, but yeah, you know, as far as Red Sox go, 
Um, I'm a little concerned about the starting pitching given David Price's um, questionable, questionable, uh, you know, shoulder or whatever his issue is. Um, you know, I mean, Chris Sale, I'm excited about that. And, you know, Porcello, yeah, who knows? Like, you know, do we get Purcell from last year? Then I'm fine with it. If we get Purcell from two years ago, not so much. And then what? I don't know. You know, you got Edwin, uh, you know, um, Eddie, Erod, you got Erod, you got uh, Pomerantz. I'm not, I'm not even sure who's going to be the actual starters. You got Stephen Wright. There's just a bunch of guys that are just kind of like, mm, you know, they could be good, they might be good, they might not be good. You know, I mean, and a lot of that falls on if Price is healthy or not, which doesn't really sound like he will be. As far as the batting is concerned, I, you know, I think they should be good. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I can't see Betts or Bogarts regressing. And Bradley was pretty solid last year, and you know, Pedroia had a bounce back year, and. But who knows? Who knows? Pedroia was terrible two years ago, three years ago. Uh, Ortiz is gone now. So who's going to fill that? You got Hanley, who's not playing the field, but okay. We slide him in the DH spot. I mean, how's Pablo going to be? Wow, there's way too many questions, and it's way too early to have, really. Uh, I just hopefully have a good season and can make the playoffs, get back to the playoffs, um, which I think they will. Um but yeah, that's 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 what we got for that. Uh, Reds, uh, so the Red Sox, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not gonna make any predictions, but I'm gonna say they win the division again. I guess I did make a prediction, but I'm not. Gonna, I'm sure I meant for the World Series. I'm not making any predictions yet for that. Um, I don't think I will. Um, but anyways, um, moving on to the uh, NBA, um, we're we got a little. About a week and a half left in the season. Um, I believe the last day of the season is April 12th. So today is uh, March 30th, uh, just in case you're wondering when I recorded this. Depending on when I post it, probably be either tonight or tomorrow. Um, well, it, should, it would have to be tomorrow because it's like, well, I don't know. We'll see. Um, so, yeah, the, uh, the, the Celtics... Had caught Cleveland. They were at, moved ahead of Cleveland. They were the number one seed for a day, and then, um, or I guess two days. Uh, but then last night they blew the game to Milwaukee. Well, they didn't really blow it. They just never really showed up and almost came back and won. Uh, but uh, ultimately, they couldn't quite, quite do it, and uh, they lost. And now they're back in a tie with Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland's playing Chicago tonight. Cleveland still has two more games left than the than the Celtics, so that could be beneficial because I believe Cleveland has more has three more back to backs, whereas the Celtics only have one. They do play each other next Wednesday, which is gonna be a huge game. Um, so really, it comes down to that. But at the same time, you know, Washington's only two games behind, and Toronto's only three games behind. So there's a it's kind of bunched up, and you know. The Celtics, you know, depending on how they do down the stretch, which other than Cleveland, they don't really play anyone um, all that, um, all that, um, you know, uh, strong. I mean, they have a pretty weak schedule coming up. Um, other, you know, other than Cleveland, they, they play Milwaukee again. Other than that, though, I think all the other teams they play are out of the playoff race at this point. Not 100% sure about that, but I'm pretty sure. I know they got the Knicks. 
They got Magic tomorrow. They got Knicks on Sunday. I think they got uh, Hornets, who are pretty much out of it at this point. I think they play the Nets again. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, th- I mean, they easily could be the one seed. They easily could be the four seed. I, I think they're going to end up being... If they win the the Cleveland game, I think they'll end up the one. If they lose it, I think they'll end up the two. I I I, I don't see them falling behind either Wizards or or um, Toronto. But uh, you never know. Last year they kind of fell apart. They got lost a couple of bad games at the end and ended up in the sixth seed or whatever or whatever it was, and then ended up playing Atlanta. And that didn't bode well. I mean, Avery Bradley got hurt, so who knows how that series would have been if Avery Bradley hadn't gotten hurt. But regardless, that was a year ago. It's a different year. It's a different um, team. So, yeah. All right. Uh, As far as the Bruins are concerned, uh, you know, after struggling for a week and losing four in a row and falling out of the playoffs, bounced back, beat the Islanders, which is a huge game, and they beat Nashville the other night. So right now they control their own destiny. They can win out and they're in. But they got a tough schedule because they still got to play Tampa again, who's right behind them. They got to play Ottawa, who's right ahead of them. They still have to play Chicago and Washington, who are both leading their leagues right now. The Washington game might not mean anything to them at the end, you know, depending on what goes down. I mean, it might not mean anything to either team, but it might not mean anything to Washington, which could help out the Bruins in the last game of the season. You know, depending, I mean, Chicago game's... On Sunday, I still feel like Chicago is going to still need that for something. Uh, maybe not, though. I don't know. Uh, you know, but still, they got Tampa. They got Ottawa. Or, um, you know, they play Dallas tonight. Who's out of it? So hopefully that, that will, that will be, they'll be play well tonight. And then they play Florida, who technically aren't out of it yet, but pretty much are. So they're in the driver's seat right now for a playoff spot, but I, I, they were last year at this time, too, and they blew it and ended up not making the playoffs, so... I don't know. I'm not as optimistic about the Bruins as I am for the Celtics. But if they do make the playoffs, you never know what happens in the playoffs. You know, if Tuka can get hot, uh, you know, Marshawn, Pasternak, you know, catch one of their streaks that they've been known to have, um, you know, yeah. they. I mean, they could, you know, if their power play is clicking, you know, they, they could make a run. They could make a run. Um and it helps that they're in their division and not the other division because, and they, you know, but it won't matter. It won't matter if they end up in that um, four seed. That's the problem. I kind of blew their spot. If they ended up in the three seed, they would have been able to stay in the, the division. They're in that four seed, depending on what happens. No, it doesn't matter because the Rangers already clinched. Yeah, if they're in that four seed, they get that second wild card spot. You're fighting off the Islanders and Tampa Bay for it. They're gonna end up playing Washington, and um, yeah, that's not. <laughs> I mean, that last game of the season might not mean anything for Washington in the regular season, but there'll be a little preview of the what they'll end up seeing most likely. Um, I don't really have much faith in them against Washington this year. Um, so whatever. Uh, it'd be nice to have a couple playoff games, I guess. If, if that doesn't end up happening, I mean, it's almost, you know, it's almost one of those things where it's like, would it better long term if they don't make the playoffs? Might be, especially if they could somehow get 
the you know move up in the draft or something like that. But it's not as easy to move up in the draft in the NHL as it is in the NBA. Uh, but anyways, uh, all right. The, so what does that bring us to next? Uh, did I cover everything? I think so. Um, all right. I guess we're well. We have the ultimate thrill ride coming up this uh, weekend in WrestleMania. But there's NXT. There's the Hall of Fame. Uh, there's Ring of Honor has a show. Actually, like pretty much every um, wrestling organization has like some sort of show. I think at, in Orlando this weekend. I'm not 100 sure about that, but I know a lot of them do. Uh, Ring of Honor does too. They, they and this was an interesting one because initially when they announced it, it's Super Card of Honor uh, nine or ten, no eleven, whatever it is. Um, they in- initially announced it. They announced Tardies versus the Young Bucks and. Hardys at that point were still in TNA, um, and, you know, it was going to be, like, this big, like, you know, huge match, whatever, but then the Hardys didn't sign with TNA once they moved to being Impact, and, uh, they showed up a little early and ended up being, beating the Hardy, uh, Young Bucks for the tag titles and ended up being at the last pay-per-view anyway, so this match seems a little less special in that regard, but it is a ladder match, which they just announced, or I guess they announced it at the television tapings, but on TV it just aired. Um, so that should be an interesting match, but initially it wasn't going to be on pay-per-view or anything like that, but then they decided to i-pay-per-view it, which is internet pay-per-view, so be able to be watched. So that would be interesting. Um but um, before we get to this weekend, I'm going to jump ahead a little bit um, to next weekend uh, because the UFC uh, 210 is happening. And while I missed 209, I didn't get to see it and I didn't make any predictions. I probably would have been ter- terrible because my predictions for 208 were pretty damn awful. Uh, let's see. Uh, I mean, this was way back in the middle of uh, February or beginning of February, whenever it was. Um... Uh, I got three right out of 11 and one no decision. So, um, yeah, that wasn't very good. I don't really know a lot about UFC, apparently. Uh, but you know what? It's 210. I'm going to make my predictions just for the hell of it, just for the fun of it. Why not? Um, all right, so this is next weekend, uh, April 8th. Um, uh, from Buffalo, New York, at the Key Bank Arena, which I didn't even know they changed the name of that arena again. The marina has been—I mean, I don't know which one's worse. It's if it's the Buffalo one, or if it's the one in the Philadelphia. I feel like they both had like have both had four or five names. Um, so the Buffalo one, yeah, because it used to be—it was originally the Mariner Bank Arena, I think. And then it was the HSBC Arena, and it used to be the Niagara First National Bank or whatever it was called, Niagara Bank or whatever. Now it's the Key Bank Center. Okay, and I know it was the one in Philadelphia was the Coors Gate Center, and then I think it was the First Union Center. Then it was the Wachovia Center. Now I think it's the Wells Fargo Arena. Or something. I could be wrong about that. I don't even know. But whatever. Point B. Point being, you have a uh, if the name of your thing is a bank and they get bought out, it gets changed. I know. I, I used to go to the Fleet Center and then it became, well, they got bought out by Bank of America 
and then it just became like nothing for a while or like people named it them name it named it whatever they want for it. they had some sort of contest and then it ended up selling to TD uh, Bank North which then just became TD and then they changed it to the garden not the center whatever naming rights are stupid um whatever uh but anyways that's not the point um all right, so all right, so we got uh, the big match of the night is Daniel Cormier taking on Anthony Johnson for the second time. This actually was supposed to take place at UFC 206, but Cormier uh, pulled the groin or something like that, and they had to move it down the line. So um, they met previously at UFC 187 back in May of 2015. Cormier won the fight um, and the title, which he still has the light heavyweight title or i don't know if he still has it but he has it i don't know if he lost it and gained it back i don't really remember the timeline of that but regardless daniel cormier is the champion he is defending anthony johnson but before we get to all of that there are 13 fights in this card and as we know with ufc i don't think all 13 of these fights are actually going to happen so keep this especially over a week out uh definitely there's definitely going to be somebody Testing for something, or getting injured, or whatever the case may be, or not making weight, um, something along those lines. So, you know, take take these matches with a grain of salt. Hopefully, Cormier Johnson doesn't get, nothing happens with that, because that's the, pretty much the only big match, in my mind, as a general, kind of like, lackadaisical um, observer, you know, of um, casual viewer, if you would, of UFC. Um, it's really a match I know the guys from some of these people I've heard of but I don't really know that's that's the drawing one um, anyways alright so to start off on the preliminary card um, on the fight pass we got a flyweight match between Janelle Las oh Jesus yeah I'm not good with names either apparently and there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting ones on this card so Hopefully, I don't butcher them too badly, but I know I will. So, all right, we got Janelle Lassa, La, Lausa, Lausa versus Mag, Magomed Biblilatov. Biblilatov? Yikes, we are so bad story. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go with Janelle Lausa. How about that? Yeah, sorry. I mean, I don't know how to say these people's names. I mean, I've never heard half of these people, and they, you know, it's not like I've I've heard them being said either. You know, if someone says someone's name and I've heard it before, then yes, I can be easily easily be like, all right, that's what that's how it's pronounced. But you know, if I've never heard it said before, I have no idea. Um, okay. Then we got up next. We got. Um, a women's bantamweight match uh, between Caitlin Kukaglin, Kukaglin, Kukaglin. I don't know. Versus Irene Aldana. Um, I'm gonna go with Caitlin Kukaglin, Kukagian, Kukagian, Kukagian. Maybe that's what it is. Either way, Caitlin. I'm going with Caitlin. How about that? Let's 
good enough for him. All right, um, next up we have a uh, lightweight match between Josh Emmett and Desmond Green. Now, Desmond Green, and I could be wrong about this. Um, his, his nickname is The Predator. Uh, but Desmond Green, I believe, is the name of a... Wasn't he a basketball player? I want to say. Maybe I'm confusing him with someone else. Nope, maybe not. Desmond, I'm thinking of Desmond something. Ah, whatever. Regardless, Desmond Green. Name sounds familiar, but I guess I have the wrong guy. Uh, Alright, so... I'm going to go with Desmond Green, because... Desmond, what was the name of that guy? Ah, anyways. Desmond Green. Alright, moving on. Uh, so now we're on... No, we're still on the, the Fight Pass card. Preliminary card. Uh, we got a light, another white, lightweight uh, battle be, uh, uh, between Gregor Gillespie and Andrew Holbrook. Um... Mm, I'm going to go Andrew Holbrook. Alright. Um, next on, we move on to the preliminary card that's going to air on Fox Sports 1. Uh, we got a light heavyweight battle between Patrick Cummins and Jan Blackowitz. 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 I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Um, uh, can't go Jan. No. Patrick Cummings. Yeah, Cummings. Patrick Cummings. Sure. All right. Whatever. This, this match has not going to happen written all over it. Um, all right. Moving on. Uh, we have uh, a featherweight battle between Charles Rosa and Shane Burgos. Uh, I'm gonna go, hmm, Charles Rosa. Alright, next up, we have a welterweight battle between Kamaru Yuzman and Sean Strickland. I'm gonna go with Sean Strickland. All right, moving along. We're doing well. All right. Um, we got a featherweight battle between Miles Jury and Mike De La Torre. Well, the jury's out on this one, but I'm going to go with them. <laughs> Get it? See, jury. I see what I did there. Mike to, to. Miles Jury. Miles Jury. All right, whatever. All right, now we move on to the main card taking place on pay-per-view. Probably 10 o'clock. I'm guessing it's the start time for the actual main card. Um, we got a lightweight battle between Will Brooks and Charles Oliveria. Oliveria? Oliveria. That's what I'm going with. Um, hmm. I'll go Will Brooks. Alright, um, 
Next up, we have a welterweight battle between Thiago Alves and Patrick Cote. I'm going to go with Patrick Cote because he's got a bunch of weird symbols on his last name. <laughs> and that's pretty much the only reason I need. All right, next up. We got a woman's strawweight battle between Cynthia Calvillo, Calvillo, Cal, Calvillo, Calvillo. I what? I should have been able to get that one right. Uh, versus Pearl Gonzalez. Pearl Gonzalez. Interesting name. Um, hmm. Um, strawweight, woman's strawweight. I'm gonna go with Cynthia Calvillo. Because, yeah, she's undefeated, so. Actually, I don't know. They might both be undefeated for all I know. Doesn't tell me what their records are. I should probably be looking into that, but I can't click the other girl. She doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't have a link. <clears throat> Alright, Cynthia Calvillo. All right, next up in the, uh, I guess, the sub-main event uh, is a middleweight battle between Chris Weidman and Gerald, uh, I'm sorry, Gerard Masasi. I think that's how you say it. Um, I'm going to go with Chris Weidman. Yeah. Not to be confused with Dennis Weidman, who I would never... And finally, the main event of the evening. Um, it's time. So stupid. It's time. Um, <laughs> the lightweight heavy, the lightweight, the no, the light heavyweight uh, championship of the world. You have the champion Daniel Cormier coming in at an astounding record of. Um, it doesn't tell. Why doesn't it tell me what his record is? He is 38 years old. He's been wrestling. He's been fighting, wrestling, fighting, whatever. Seemingly forever. Um, he was a... Um, was he a wrestler? What the hell was he? Yeah, he was a wrestler before. Um, he is 18-1. and one. His only loss was to John Bones Jones, and he was probably on some sort of drug at the time. And it was a decision. Um, so who knows if that even should count. Um, taking on, uh, sorry, his nickname, wait, what is his nickname? Anthony, uh, Daniel Cormier's nickname is, he is known as the what? Nothing. He just doesn't have a nickname? Just call him DC? Yeah, I don't remember him having a nickname, so I guess he doesn't. Uh, but he's taking on Anthony um, he's got a nickname. What is it? Anthony Rumble Johnson. That's right. AJ also they call him Rumble. Rumble Johnson. Uh, he yeah he he uh, he was very impressive. Um, uh, his last fight against uh, Glover Teixeira at two o two, which was back in August in uh, in Nevada. Um, which uh, 
Was that... Was that the one with... No, no. Wait, yeah. No, was it? That was the one with, um... McGregor and... And, um... Diaz, yeah. Okay, I was thinking... Uh, yeah. Because McGregor fought last November, too, but this was the one before that. Um... He's 22 and 5, so, you know, he's obviously, you know, he lost to Cormier earlier um, in his career, and, he, you know, he's been doing UFC a little bit longer than Cormier has. Um, he is the ripe old age of 33. He's he's younger, but uh, he, he's just been doing UFC longer. Uh, but uh, I, don't, I can't, I don't think I go against Daniel Cormier as much as I like Rumble Johnson. I don't think, I don't know. Cormier is pretty damn good. I'm going to go with Cormier. All right, that is UFC 210. It is next weekend, so. Uh, but I thought I'd get that out of the way so I can focus in on the, the rest of this podcast with the wrestling. Let's start off with the UFC. No, sorry. What did I just say? Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, eleven, uh, taking place at Lakeland, Florida. Um. So this is actually before we get to that though, because that's this is Saturday night, which is interesting because the Supercard of Honor and NXT Takeover are basically taking place at the same time. I think the Supercard of Honor starts a little beforehand, but I don't think it would be over before Takeover started. I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but I'm pretty sure it starts at like six. Takeover is at eight. I, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to go longer than two hours. I, I could be wrong. I guess I don't know, but. I don't know how close Lakeland, Florida is to the Amway Center. Um, I have no idea. I've never been to Orlando or the Lando area or Lakeland uh, for that for that matter. So, uh, but anyways, sorry. Before that, before that, we got to talk about Friday night, tomorrow night, tonight, depending on when you're listening to this or when I upload it. Um, the ring of the ring, the ring of honor. Yes, the the, the hall of fame. See, I because don't they call it the ring of honor and like for like football teams or something when they retire someone's like number or something they put them in the ring of it's not like the Dallas Cowboys. Anyways, regardless, the hall of fame, WWE Hall of Fame, which you know year after year it gets a little bit more. Of a stretch for some of these, um, like there's a couple on here that it's like, and eh, they did, they were the WWF at one point or WWE or WWF at one point, but to say they should be in that Hall of Fame is really questionable. I mean, last year with Sting, that was like, yeah, I mean, Sting wrestled what three matches in WWE? Like, come on, come on. Um, I mean, at least with this in this in this case, the headliner, yes, he definitely deserves. It, although his he wrestled more in in. Uh, TNA than he did in WWE, which is crazy when you think about it. But um, there's a couple other guys on here um, that's like, eh, I don't know about that. But whatever, regardless, it's not the point. Um, so here's a list of people. Uh, Eric Legrand, who's the Dana, who's the Warrior Award winner, because I don't, I don't know, I don't quite know what that is. Um... He was a Rutgers uh, University football player. He got paralyzed during a game. Um, and now he's like a motivational speecher, yeah, speaker. I guess he's a big WWE fan. I don't know. But he's getting the award. Dana Warriors inducting him. Sure. 
go with it. Uh, next up um, is you know the annual person that is dead. Seems like there's one every year, a dead person. Um, the posthumous, uh, or however you say that, um, uh, inductee. Um, it's ravishing recruit. And, you know, this is definitely deserving. I mean, you know, is he more deserving than some guys that aren't already in? I don't know necessarily, but that's not the point. The point is he's definitely deserving. I mean, you know, he was a former Intercontinental Champion. You know, he definitely had probably a bigger run in WCW. Eh, I don't know. It's it's pretty close, I would say. He definitely, you know, because he had that whole run with, like, the Dangerous Alliance and stuff, and he won a couple titles, but, you know, he got hurt in, like, 94, I want to say. Yeah, it's pretty close, and then he came back to both, and he was the only, he's the only guy to ever be on Raw and SmackDown on the same night, uh, Raw, no, Raw and Nitro on the same night, um, so, that's always something to look back on and, um, remember, and, uh, he always used to call people, uh, names and stuff, and, he, yeah, he was pretty good, so he's, uh, he was a good heel, good heel. Um, he's being inducted by Ricky Steamboat, which I remember Rick Rude and Ricky Steamboat having matches. I definitely remember they had one in the undercard for the first Royal Rumble. I do remember that, and Rick Rude pulled the referee in the way of Steamboat coming off the top rope, and they he just got disqualified. I don't really remember them having much more of a feud than that. Um, I obviously remember his feuds with Warrior and Jake the Snake and Sting and, uh, and WCW. Um, and then being in part of DX and the NWO and stuff, and his, his run in ECW too, I remember that. Uh, but I don't really remember him fighting Steamboat. I mean, I'm sure he did. He almost had a feud. He probably had a feud. I think he had a feud with him in WCW maybe, but and, and got briefly in WWF, but I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, Ricky Steamboat's inducting him. Sure. Why not? Uh, then next up we have uh, the woman, uh, the diva. The woman, whatever you want to call her. Uh, Beth Phoenix, which a lot of people are kind of, eh, about. I don't know, whatever. They needed someone. She's married to Edge. Has a reason to get Edge there. Um, sure. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I, I at this point, like, there's still, you know, there's probably a handful of others that probably could have gone in, um, to, but, I don't know. That's fine. And Natalia is inducting her. Uh, next up, here's the one that I kind of have an issue with in terms of WWF Hall of Fame or WWE Hall of Fame. I mean, certainly he, I, I don't have a problem with him being in a Hall of Fame, a wrestling Hall of Fame, but his biggest stuff happened in in WCW and even before that, I would say AWA more so than WWE. But regardless, and he's probably better known now as um, the Yoga Guy, and that's Diamond Dallas Page. He's being inducted by Eric Bischoff. Makes sense, you know. Eric Bischoff, they were like neighbors or something. I don't know, they keep talking about that. I'm watching old WCW right now, and they keep on bringing that up. Um, but anyways, there you go. Um, next up, now, he definitely was in both WCW and WWE for a long time, and he did a lot of different, he did a lot of different roles, but sure. I mean, it makes sense, why not? Theodore Long, uh, you know, Teddy Long, um, he managed, you know, Doom and 
And right now, right now he's managing Ice Train as I'm watching the old <laughs> WCW stuff. Uh, but you know, he, he was the general manager of SmackDown for a long time, and I think he was the general manager of ECW at one point. The W the WWE ECW. I don't know if he was ever actually in ECW. I don't think so. But he was a referee too. Um, yeah, sure. The APA are uh, nominating or inducting him. Uh, JBL and Ron Simmons. So yeah, he managed Ron Simmons. I don't think he ever managed Bradshaw, but yeah, whatever. Um, now this next one is another one I kind of have an issue with. It's your tag team, your typical tag team induction. I guess Theodore Long kind of filled the manager slot, I guess. I just feel like typically they have. Um, yeah, so... Uh, the tag team of the Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Morton and uh, Robert Gibson. Um, oh, this, that's where it is. His, his real name is Ruben Gibson? That's interesting. That's always confused me. There must have been another Ruben Gibson. Like, why would you change it from Ruben to Robert? Unless... Like, his full name's Ruben Robert Gibson. No, it's just Ruben Gibson. Yeah, like, I've never said that. Like, it's the same thing with Rick Steiner. His name's Rob. Like, why would you why would you change it to Rick for for wrestling? Like, Scott didn't change his. Like, Rick, 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 Ricky Morton didn't change his. Like, I don't understand why you would change it like that. I never understood that. Anyways, they're being, I mean, they were, they they definitely wrestled in WWE and WF or whatever here and there, but they were more NWA guys and, and, and sell, you know, WCW to a lesser degree, but, and Smoky Mountain Wrestling. I remember, sorry, I remember seeing them uh, defend their Smoky Mountain Wrestling Tag Team Champions shipped uh, against uh, the Heavenly Bodies at Survivor Series 1993. Yeah. Um, but they're being inducted by Jim Cornette, which seems a little odd to me because Jim Cornette was always like managing teams, fighting them. Typically, mostly the Midnight Express. Um, uh, so it's a little interesting, but whatever. I guess it makes sense. They, you know, the Rock and Roll Express never really had a manager, so or not one for any extended period of time. Um, so yeah, it works. And I think Jim Cornette actually did manage them briefly in WWF uh, when they did that whole like NWA thing with Jeff Jarrett I could be wrong about that I feel like he was involved in that though I don't know anyways um and then finally the main man the big kahuna of the whole hall of fame thing is uh, Kurt Angle uh and you know definitely deserving um it's too bad his WWE career didn't go better than it should have given how it started you know kind of derailed and then he went to TNA and you know a lot of injuries and stuff and other demons and whatever but uh it's good to see him back uh too bad he wouldn't isn't having a match at wrestlemania you know but uh you know wwe's a little gun shy with letting people perform that maybe aren't 100 percent um health wise uh daniel bryan i'm looking at you hold harmless agreement right um anyways uh john cena is inducting him uh, I guess that sort of makes sense. Uh, you know, you could have gone with a bunch of different people on that, but John Cena did have his first match with Kurt Angle and that whole thing, so I guess it, I guess it makes sense. Uh, why not? Um, yeah, it's real. Should be interesting. They're doing a red carpet thing beforehand, and um, it's always fun watch. Um, but yeah, check it out on the network. I think they're doing like an hour recap show later 
um, I think Monday after Raw. So yeah, all right, um, all right. Now let's move on. I've talked. About, I've, I've started to stop this twice now. I'm gonna talk about it. Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, eleven. I know. All right, here we go. Um, sort of a pay per view, kind of a pay per view, I pay per view, whatever you want to call it. They're at least actually gonna be on TV because initially it was not going to be. Um, all right, here we go. Now this first match they have listed is a little interesting because. Initially, and they booked it on the TV, it was supposed to be The Kingdom, Matt Taven, Vinny Massaglia, I don't know how to say his name, and TK O'Ryan um, defending the uh, ROH World Six-Man Tag Titles against the Beer City Bruiser Silas Young and their mystery opponent, or mystery partner, uh, which they've been teasing. Uh, but here's what happened. I guess TK O'Ryan got hurt. Um, I guess at the pay-per-view or before it or whatever. So I think, I guess it was at the pay-per-view. So I feel like he was on it. Um, the back, the last pay-per-view they had, uh, the beginning of March and they had the television tapings the next night. And I guess at the television tapings, um, the kingdom, Matt Taven, Vinny, and then Silas Young filled in for TK Ryan for some reason, which seems odd to me, given that they were supposed to be fighting. Uh, and I guess they lost the titles to the Briscoes and Bully Ray. Um, but that hasn't aired yet. So I don't know what that means because, well, the Briscoes and Bully Ray are fighting on this card, but it's not a title match. And this one's clearly not a title match, and it's just a tag title tag team match now. With that said, I think the Kingdom's going. <laughs> Long way of saying that. Um, all right. Um, next up, we got a story little match between Frankie Kazarian and Punishment Martinez. I just, just can't talk now. Um, so Frankie Kazarian joined the Bullet Club briefly, but then it was just a ruse to throw off Adam Cole, so to help Christopher Daniels win the world championship. So he's not affiliated with anyone now, but he's fighting Punishment Martinez for some reason. Would have made sense, more sense if he was fighting someone from the Bullet Club, but hey, they appear to be busy. So what you going to do? Um, all right, so I'm going to go with Frank Kazarian, though, because why not? All right, next up we have a, um, let's get that one. We got Dragon Lee and Jay White taking on Valador Jr. and Will Ospreay. Uh, clearly just throwing a bunch of people in from different promotions just to spread the promotions around, I think. Um, I know I'm pretty much sure Dragon Lee's from CMLL, well, Jay White's in ring of honor will osprey is kind of in ring of honor but also in new japan i believe valador jr i believe is a cmll i'm not 100 sure but i don't know let's go with valador jr and will osprey all 
I don't really know too much about Volador, Volador Jr. Volador. I've heard about. I mean, I, I knew I know about Will Osprey. Pretty, you know, he's pretty good. Um, a lot of speculation of will he'll, where he'll end up. You know, a lot of people are saying he's NXT bound from sooner rather than later, but I think he's still got another year at least on his deals. So, yeah. All right, next up we got the. Um, the Ring of Honor World Television Championship, Adam Cole, trying to bounce back from his uh, world title loss, taking on Marty Skrull, the villain. Um, I don't see Marty Skrull leaving, losing this because I'm pretty sure Adam Cole's contract's up pretty soon. And uh, word has it he's on his way out, possibly headed down to Orlando and NXT. So I don't see them putting the title on. Alright, next up we have the aforementioned six-man tag match between the Briscoes and Bully Ray taking on the Bullet Club, Hangman Page, Tamatanga, and Tonga Roa. Not a title match, at least it's not listed as one. I don't know if it'll end up being one. With that said, I don't think the Briscoes and Bully Ray will be losing regardless of a title match or not, so let's go with that. Um, next up, uh, more Bullet Club, uh, we have Cody Rhodes taking on Jay Lethal in a Texas Bull Rope match. Uh, this is kind of a rematch of their match from, um, what was it, uh, whatever their December pay-per-view is called, um, December to Remember? No, that's not it. Um, <laughs> whatever it's called. Um. Oh, now it's gonna now it's gonna bother me. What the hell's it called? What's the December one called? Final battle. There you go. Final battle. Um, yeah, I still see Cody Rhodes winning this one. I mean, it's his dad's match, the Texas Bull Rope match. You know, the American Nightmare. Cody Rhodes. Although he's still going by Cody, it's a weird legal thing. I think. Um. Uh, but they still call him Cody Rhodes. So whatever. Speaking of legal things, um, the Hardys <laughs> taking on the Young Bucks. The Hardys are broken, but they can't say they're broken. I don't know what's going on with this. Apparently, TNA uh, put a kind of a sent of injunction type of deal saying that they were violating copyright infringement because they say they own the the gimmicks, whereas Matt Hardy is basically like, no, I made this up my on my own and been using other places and i came up with it separately from tna blah 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 blah. a lot of back and forth a lot of back and forth who knows how that's going to pan out but um i don't know i mean they're doing their gimmick as much as i think they would do it the, that gimmick in ring of honor anyways so i don't really see what the difference is but that leads me to my point of their deal they signed with the ring of honor is a very short deal from what i've understood and there's a very good chance they could be showing up in WWE very soon. But if they can't figure out the legal stuff yet, I don't know how that's going to play out. I mean, they could just bring them in as just Hardys. But, you know, ideally they'd probably want to bring them in as a Broken Hardys. But the legal issues with that are, well, yeah, not cleared up as far as I know. 
So regardless of that, I still think they were only going to be here for a brief period of time. And, you know, this was only this was supposed to be their only match as far as I know, but they signed on to do a couple more. Um, I, I think the Young Bucks are taking the titles back. All right, um, and finally, uh, Christopher Daniels will be defending his newly won Ring of Honor title, uh, world title of the world, uh, against Dalton Castle, who had won some some sort of thing before to earn this spot. I forget exactly um, what he won, but he won something, and he had the title match all lined up. Uh, I, I, I mean, they've been kind of playing a little bit of a hot potato recently with the title. Uh, having Cole lose it to Ryan, uh, Kyle Riley and then lose it back, win it back and then lose it to Christopher Town. So I kind of feel like they're going to give Daniels a little bit of a run here. So Dalton Castle eventually I think will get it, but not now, not now. It's too too quick for too quick for Christopher Daniels to lose it after just getting it for the first time in 15 years. Um, all right, so there we go. That could be fun card i don't know when exactly i may be able to see that especially since if it's taking place at the same time of nxt or or whatever they're definitely gonna overlap i feel like uh, but i'll i'll catch it at some point hopefully um but yeah so that moves us right along to nxt takeover orlando you know i'm starting to get a little uh, tired of the takeover and just the city like call them something different I mean, they because initially they were calling them like different things, but they were that's because they were all just Orlando, and this one's in Orlando too. So it's weird enough, and it's not at full sale; it's at Amway. But um, still, like call them like NXT, like Revenge, or just give them like different names or something. I don't know, the takeover thing. Like, what are you taking over at this point? The network, like you've been on the network since the beginning. Like, I, I don't know. Um, the other thing is, I don't know when the next takeover is gonna be because the next. You know, they've been doing, you know, uh, since last, um, well, I mean, they've basically been doing where they, they have one bef- the night before one of the big pay-per-views, but there's only four big pay-per-views. The next one's not until uh, SummerSlam in August, but I can't imagine they go from April to August without having another takeover. That That's, that's a long period. I, I'm guessing they're going to have one in the summer at some point, maybe just at Full Sail or whatever, not... You know, a big one or whatever, but that's a way too long of a stretch to go without having a big event. Um, but anyways, we got NXT Takeover Orlando. Um, and uh, five there's five matches on the card. Um, start off with a six man tag, or sorry, wait, no, it's an eight person mixed tag. All right, a lot of people in this one. So you got Sanity, Eric Young, Killian Dan, Killian Dane, Alexander Wolf, and Nick Cross taking on the team of Ty Dillinger, Roderick Strong, Noe Jose, and Ruby Riot, who just debuted on TV the other day or last week. When was it last week? I think. Yeah, they've been kind of having this feud go on and on for a while. I mean, Sanity has been on the upper hand for most of it and I don't see that changing so yeah I'm gonna go with sanity all right um 
Next up, you got Alistair Black uh, taking on, making his debut, taking on, or sort of his debut, um, taking on um, uh, Andrade Cien Almos. This one's weird because Alistair Black, he's been with NXT for a while now, but just hasn't been used on TV yet. But they did use him on the um, uh, what was it? The UK Championship Tournament. They had him fight Adrian Neville in like a special side match or whatever, just to break up the match, the tournament matches. But he went by his his old name, Tommy End, which was weird because he had already been working for the NXT as Aleister Black, but now they're debuting him as Aleister Black, which is just, I don't know, it's weird, but whatever. Um, he's not losing in his debut match, so, yeah, there's no, yeah, yeah, that's all I got. Alright, uh, next up we have... Um, a triple threat tag team elimination match uh, for the NXT Tag Team Championships. We got the Authors of Pain, Occam and Razor defending their titles. They'll be accompanied by Paul Ellering versus DIY Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, and versus the revival of Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. All right, so I don't know what they're doing with any of these teams. Like, like I said, like I've said before, I believe I thought Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa were supposed to be part of the cruiserweight division, and obviously haven't been. Um, they were in the tournament, but they haven't been on the 205 Live or, or, or part of the division. Now, whether they will be, I don't know. Um, and the revival, I thought, would have been up in WWE, the main on SmackDown or Raw by now, but the Osses of Pain, I don't think, are ready to go up. At the same time, I don't. You know, they debuted this new tag team yesterday, the Heavy Machinery. But, uh, you know, if you, you can't move all, all the tag teams off. Especially since there's a whole bunch of tag teams in WWE right now that aren't doing anything. Like, um, the Shining Stars aren't doing anything. The Ascension aren't really doing anything. The Villains aren't really doing anything. Uh, Brizango's not really doing anything. It's like you got a lot of tag teams already on the roster that aren't doing anything. Do you really need to add more to it? I don't know. But with that said, I don't think the Officers of Pain are losing the titles yet. But I said that before about the other teams, and they've then just lost them. So who knows? But uh, I'm going to go with the Officers of Pain. The Authors of Pain. The Authors of Pain. The Authors of Pain. All right. Next up. Um. You got Asuka defending the women's t- uh, NXT Women's Championship against Ember Moon in a battle of the undefeated um, um, women. I think, they're, yeah, they're both undefeated. I know Asuka is still is. pretty sure Ember Moon is, at least in the singles in the singles matches, I think. I think. Anyways, um, all right, here's another one of those situations. There's a lot of speculation that Oscar's going to be part of the women SmackDown women's match since it's kind of vague as to who's in it. Um, but is she? Does that? Do you really want to bring her up yet? I don't know. I mean, certainly she's beaten pretty much everyone in NXT other than Ember Moon, so maybe it's time. But do you have her just lose the title, or do you have her keep? the you know, still win, because she's not hasn't lost yet. Do you want to keep her undefeated stick alive? I kind of think you do. I mean, Ember Moon's fine or whatever, but I don't think her losing is going to change anything, whereas Asuka, you know, it's been going on f- 
for a while now that and hasn't lost. So I feel like that's more valuable than even the title. The problem is she has the title, so. But if she wins it and then moves on up and then drops it, that could happen. I don't know. I'm going to go with Asuka, though. Which means I'm probably wrong. Because um, uh, next up we have Bobby Roode defending his title in a rematch against... A rematch from... Um, um, a rematch from uh, San Antonio takeover uh, against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura for the NXT championship. Um, you know, same sort of thing. Um, I don't see Bobby Roode coming up to the roster anytime soon, but Shinsuke, I feel like, will. You know, he's already a two-time champ. Do you really need him to be a three-time champ? Like, then what? I don't know. But at the same time, if Bobby Roode wins, all right, then I have all three titles you know, staying with the champs, which, you know, could happen, but just seems unlikely. But, I don't know. I don't see the point of giving it back to Nakamura, though. Uh, so, alright, I'm gonna go with Bobby Roode. I just, I don't, I don't, I think he's gonna win it, because I would have thought they would have kept it on Shinsuke until now, and then had Bobby Roode take it from him, but I guess if you, the, you you're... You are doing that match at Royal Rumble. If he loses, if Rude loses to Shinsuke, then what's the point of having another match? I guess so. I don't know, but regardless, um, yeah, there we go. So that's NXT Takeover. It's happening Saturday night. I think it starts at eight o'clock. I think the pre-show is at seven thirty. Check that out. Unless you're going to Ring of Honor or watching Ring of Honor instead, then you do that. All right, now before we move on to WrestleMania, the ultimate thrill ride, um, I have another one of these uh, WB Slam crates powered by Loot Crate to open. I believe this is the March version. <coughs> now, if you listen to the, when I opened up the last one, the January one, before Royal Rumble, I believe I opened it up, um, I thought there was going to be a Seth Rollins shirt in that one. It was actually AJ Styles. So I think the Seth Rollins shirt's in this one. Uh, I don't know what else is in this, uh, but uh, let's go ahead and open it up, shall we? Um, I should have probably opened, taken out the sticker beforehand, but oh well. Um, just bear with me. Um, take a picture, and I'll... Come on. All right. Here we go. Got it. Here we go. Um... This has been pretty cool so far. I mean, definitely the value there of the WWE you know name certainly helps as opposed to the ones from before, which sometimes had WWF stuff in it, but usually didn't. And if they did have WWF stuff in it, it was like off-brand sort of. Except you know the I did get a Brock Lesnar thing in there one time. Anyways, not the point. Um, all right, let's open this bad boy up. I did finally post those pictures from the previous two. Um, they're up on the. Uh, um, blog, so go check them out if you missed those, but I'm gonna just get this ready to take a picture, alright, alright, and the first thing that's shining right in my face is a, definitely a Seth Rollins shirt, which is cool, I don't have a Seth Rollins shirt yet, so it's definitely, um, cool to have, get a shirt of someone I don't already have a shirt of. And it says the architect has the SR logo, and then it, at the uh, underneath it says Seth freaking Rollins, 
and the back just has another um, um, uh, another uh, white version of his logo on the back. And it's got the little tag, authentic. It is a Slam Crate exclusive, I believe. It is extra large, made in Mexico, 100% cotton. Mm -hmm. So that's all good. All right, and then we we got a rock metals die cast um, little. Uh, I think I got one. Of the, I got one of John Cena last time, I believe. This is the same thing. It's of the rock. It looks pretty cool. Um, Slams crate exclusive or loot crate exclusive. It says actually heavy die cast metal. It's a little figurine. They also have Bailey, AJ Styles. Kevin Owens, um, collect them all. Now, I don't know if these other ones are also exclusive, and it depends on which box you got, which ones you got. I'm not sure. Um, removable base. So, of course, if, if you don't like your base, if you want to turn up the treble, it's removable. No, not that kind of base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what else we got? We got some sort of bag. Or, or <laughs> I believe if this... If I believe this is a, it's a, I believe it's a fanny pack, but it's shaped like the WWF title, or WWE title. That's exactly what it is. It is a fanny pack that is shaped like the WWE title, which I guess would be not really a fanny pack because you wear it in front, right? Because of the title, right? So yeah, a little carry, carry bag. It's kind of cool, I guess. We know how, I mean, if you know anything about wrestlers, they're notorious for wearing fanny packs. Um, at least the old school ones are. I don't know about the new new school people. But yeah, alright, so that's that's kind of cool. Then what else we got? We got uh, another um, uh, one of these uh, uh, pins. Uh, this is the World Wrestling Entertainment Champion. Looks like the Attitude Era uh, one because we got the the um, the like the other one from before, like the old school Winged Eagle one, and then this one's kind of the one that replaced that, I believe. And we also got the Intercontinental one title in the second one. Um, all right, so what else? Oh, there's a little pack of cards. It looks like in here. So I'm gonna open this up. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got in here? Oh, we got some cards. Uh, John Cena, a Charlotte Flair, Kevin Owens. It's uh, Top Slam 16, the new WWE digital trading card app. Oh, that's just an ad for that. And you you can put the cards in there. Um, Alright, so a few cards. Tops. Always like some cards. I don't know if some of these were like autographed or something in some of the packs, but yeah, there we go. Alright, not bad. And then what else we got here? There's one more thing. There's the poster like guide. Guide. There's a thing that tells you what you get. So we got exclusive Seth Rollins authentic t-shirt. Exclusive The Rock figurine. So I guess you do just get The Rock one. They just happen to be other ones. There's our uh, exclusive Tops card pack. Which, I guess, exclusively included those three cards. Because the picture has the three cards I got. It wasn't, like, random. Uh, exclusive WWE Attitude Era Championship Belt Emble Pin. 
Yeah, so that that's what I got there. An exclusive World Heavyweight Championship Waste Pack. Yeah, Waste Pack. I guess Fanny Pack's probably a brand name, right? Um, but yeah, and then this is Road to WrestleMania. That that was the theme, I guess. So WWE Slam Crate, we're on the road to WrestleMania celebrating the amazing moments, the journey, and the struggle to make it to the greatest event in the WWE Universe. We've loved every single moment so far, so we're, we're packing our bags and heading to WrestleMania. Are you worthy to receive this crate? Yes, yes, yes. And then there's a poster of, I believe... I'm seeing purple, so I'm guessing The Undertaker. Oh, well, part of it... Well, there's an outside the ring with Charlotte Flair. There's a little questionnaire with Charlotte Flair, but then the poster itself is, yes, it's The Undertaker, a silhouette of The Undertaker. Um, I don't know from when or what, but yeah, there we go. Makes sense, WrestleMania, blah, blah, Undertaker. All right, so there we go. Not bad, not bad. I like the T-shirt. The rock figurine's cool. Um... I don't know what I'm supposed to do with these pins, but they're kind of cool. Um, um, yeah. The waste pack, I don't know if I'll ever use this for everything, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I mean, that t shirt is definitely cool. There we go. Alright, now let's move on to the <laughs> ultimate thrill ride. Why are they calling it the Ultimate Thrill Ride? It's a little confusing to me. Um, you wouldn't think of like the Ultimate Warrior was involved, but just kind of confusing otherwise. Alright, we got a whopping 13 matches on this card. Um, it's a big one. Three, three of which are slated right now already for the pre-show. Um, which goes along with last year. There was three on the pre-show, but there was, only tw- there was only 12 total. And one of them was that six-second impromptu match with the rocks so i'm wondering if one more of these is going to get moved to the pre-show i don't know we'll see but for now let's go with what we know um so first up we got the um well all right let's just start with the andre the giant battle royal um Andre the giant memorial battle royal last year was actually on the show and it was only 20 guys last year uh two years ago it was at it was on the pre-show, and there was 30. The year before that, it was on the regular show, and there was 31 because Cesaro um, snuck his way in there and ended up winning. And then the big show won. The last year, Baron Corbin won. Uh, they did announce already th- all 30, which is a little interesting because last year there's a couple surprises. So I don't know if all three of these guys actually end up in the Battle Royal or, there, or if there will be some surprises that aren't listed here. Um, or maybe there are more than 30. But uh, so far we got Mojo, Raleigh, Apollo Crews, Big Show, Kurt Hawkins, Braun Strowman, Goldust, R-Truth, uh, Primo, Epico, Curtis Axel, Bo Dallas, Jinder Mahal, Sami Zayn, Fandango, Tyler Breeze, Dolph Ziggler, Rhino, Heath Slater, Jason Jordan, uh, Chad Gable, Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, Mark Henry, Sin Cara, Titus O'Neil, um, Connor, Victor, uh, Kalisto, Adrian English, Simon Gotchin. Wait, hold on, they they added someone. Uh, Tian Bing? Who is Tian Bing? Apparently he is in NXT. Um, uh, yeah, he was, he fought a match and knocked the, what? Um, 
yeah, for some reason, I guess today WWE announced that he's going to be in the Honor of the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So that does that mean there's 31 people now listed? Well, let me go back. That's weird. One, two. Yeah, there's 31 <laughs> listed now, so ah, uh, that's interesting. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, did he win like a battle royal at like the Access show or something? I remember they did that. I don't know if it was last year or two years ago. Dale and Tommy won a battle royal or something or, or tournament or something at the uh, at the Access show, and then it ended up being in the in the battle royal. Um, so maybe that's what happened, but. Um, that makes 31 guys. That's interesting. I'm guessing, I'm guessing not all these. Well, I don't know. They might all be because what 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 else are they going to do if they're not in this? Uh, with all of that said, I think Ron Strowman's winning this. So I don't know why I'm even. De- I don't know. I don't even know what the point is. But last year Tataka was in it for no reason, and Shaq was in it last year. So I mean, those they didn't get announced ahead of time. So I don't know. I mean, likes to have some couple surprises in it, but. And not Tian Bing or whoever his name is. I don't even know who he is. Um, all right, but Braun Strowman. Guys, apparently delete. Oh, there we go. All right, Braun Strowman. All right, next up we have the cruiserweight title match between champion um, Adrian Neville. I keep on calling him Adrian Neville. He's just Neville now. Um, Neville taking on um, uh, the challenger Austin Aries uh, for the cruiserweight title of the cruiserweights. Um, and 205.5, I guess. Whatever. Uh, I mean, part of me wants to say Austin Aries here, but I feel like Neville should keep it for a while. He's the king of the cruiserweights, right? And he's done. He's been good so far with it. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say that. Uh, but it's the pre-show. No, no, no. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going Neville to retain. All right. Next up, the final match slated for the pre-show. Um, we have the. Six packs challenge for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Now, it's slated to be six, but uh, you know, there's inter- there's you know room for interpretation of that because Daniel Bryan said all available women on this from the SmackDown roster are available to be in this match that aren't already occupied. So, for instance, Maurice and Nikki Bella are already in a different match. Um, but that doesn't mean they can't sign somebody that's not currently on the roster that will be by Sunday and then could be enter the match, a.k.a. Asuka, uh, or possibly someone else returning or something. I don't know. But regardless, the six women so far are Alexa Bliss defending the title against Becky Lynch, Natalia, Mickey James, Carmella, who's accompanied by James Ellsworth, and Naomi returned this week on SmackDown, who gave up the title in the first place, so Alexa Bliss could have it back. And she wasn't sure if she'd make WrestleMania, but it's in Orlando, and she's the hometown girl, so I think Naomi's going to get it back. And there you go. So there you have your your hype-up match. Um, you have your your uh, um, hype-up for the pre-show match. You have your title change on the pre-show. Um, 
gets everyone ready ready to go for the ultimate thrill ride of WrestleMania. Now, from what I've understood, uh, there's a huge um, and some pictures have been out there, but you know, haven't they're not no finished pictures. They haven't finished it, but the set they're building for the show has a roller coaster theme, which I guess being Orlando makes sense. Um, and, you know, since the marketing has been the ultimate throw ad and the roller coaster and all that, it does does make sense. So yeah, um, that all makes sense. Um, but I don't know; it's a little annoying. I guess and this was the point point there. All right, so now let's get to the main card. All right, so we got the uh, a triple threat ladder match for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. We got Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson defending the titles against Enzo Amore and Big Cass and Cesaro and Sheamus. Um, I will note, however, before we get into this, is that the New Day, who probably should be in this match, are the hosts of WrestleMania. They promised New Day pops or whatever um, for everyone. Um, so whatever that means and whatever that entails and whatever happens with that, I don't know, but... Um, you should expect some comedy skits from the new day. Um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> uh, as far as this ladder match goes, I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there is room for a fourth team. And maybe they will be. They yeah. Maybe they uh, will be coming off a different ladder match the night before. Uh, maybe the Hardys will be involved. Or I don't. I don't. I kind of don't think so. I think if the Hardys do show up, they'll be on Raw or SmackDown. Um, just because, why? I don't know. I just don't feel like they'll be involved this quickly to get in the title. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? They very easily could. Uh, but with that said, I'm not going to bank my predictions off of anything involving that. Um, I'm going to say that Gals and Anderson are going to retain the titles. All right, moving on, we have the um, the Intercontinental title match between champion Dean Ambrose defending against Baron Corbin. Um, I just, I don't, I was kind of against them giving Dean Ambrose this title to begin with back when they did, and uh, he hasn't really done much with it. Um, so the fact that Baron Corbin kind of could use something, kind of push him and Ambrose is just Dean Ambrose and just does what Dean Ambrose does. Don't really see the need for him to have the title. Uh, I think Baron Corbin is going to win and take the title. Go to 2 0 at WrestleMania. Maybe he's the next Undertaker. Probably not. Um, (laughs) um, I think RVD has the record right now. As far as active, I don't know who it is. It's got to be somebody. I don't know. Um, not sure. Okay. Anyways, um, moving along. Um, the next up. Yeah, I guess we'll go. Uh, John Cena and Nikki Bella taking on the Miz and Maurice in a mixed tag te- mixed tag team match. Um, I mean. 
I'd like to see the Miz and Maurice kind of win this, just because I know Cena's going to be leaving for a while and Nikki Bella probably going with him. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot of rumors out there that John's going to propose to Nikki Bella after the match. So it kind of would be, I don't know, a little, little, I don't know, just kind of wouldn't really work in my mind if they lost. But, um,. I don't know. I just I've I don't see Cena losing this, especially since the Miz beat him already at WrestleMania. He's gonna get his payback here, so I'm gonna go Cena and Nikki Bell. All right, moving on to the next match in hand. Um, uh, Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. Now a lot of people have been kind of crapping on this match the fact that it's Shane McMahon taking on AJ Styles and AJ Styles not taking on oh I don't know you know in the main events or you know for the title or something like that or maybe The Undertaker or whatever the case may be um I don't know I mean it's fine I mean there was rumors that they wanted to get Shawn Michaels to fight him but you know obviously Michaels is he hasn't fought in seven years at this point I don't think he really is in a rush to get out of um you know, retirement, so, um, yeah, I, you know, it is what it is, um, but, um, you know, as far as this match goes, I, I, I don't see Shane McMahon winning, I know what's the point of him, you know, just having these matches to lose, um, and, you know, it's just a regular match, too, it's not like no holds bar, it's not a hell in a cell, it's not a ladder match, it's not a hardcore match, it's not a whatever, so I, I don't know what that's gonna, what's gonna happen, because, you know, you gotta figure Shane's gonna do something crazy, it's WrestleMania and Shane McMahon, but I don't know what, because of, you know, the limitations of the rules, but I don't know, something will happen, um, you know, a lot of people are talking about, oh, well, it's a roller coaster, maybe we'll do something off the road, I don't know, that seems ridiculously stupid, and, and I don't know, but who knows, um, with that said, I still think AJ Styles is going to win. It's concerning he lost last year to Jericho, but give him his WrestleMania win, right? All right. Um, next up, let's go with um, Seth Rollins taking on Triple H in a non-sanctioned match, whatever that means. I guess that means, well, it's non-sanctioned, so that Seth Rollins gets hurt. He can't sue, but does that mean it's a no-holds-barred-anything-goes match? I don't know. Um, you know, it's interesting, though, that that I read that list of people in the uh, in the um, the Battle Royal is Samoa Joe's name is uh, conveniently missing from that, which begs the question as whether or not he's going to get involved in this match because he's not on the card. So he's got to get involved somehow, I would imagine. Um, so... I could very easily see Samoa Joe getting involved in this, in this match, especially. But see, that's the there's the problem because the person injured in, in this match is Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is the one injured. No one really knows how much how much he can actually do. Um, I mean, I don't. I mean, I think he's probably okay since he's actually going to be wrestling. I don't think there's there's anything true to the truth to the hold harmless agreement that he signed or whatever. 
With that said, I just don't know how strong his knee is at the moment to do whatever they need him to do. Like, he might be able to go five minutes, and then that's fine. But can he go 20, and can he jump off of, you know, the top rope? Can he do any of that stuff? Yes, if they get Samoa Joe involved, that's fine, but that's then it's 2-1 and one against him. There's another guy missing from this list of that could possibly be involved, and that is uh, Finn Balor, who has returned on house shows, but not on TV. I might just save him for the Raw afters, but I just, I don't, without, with Smoke Joe not being an, on anything, it just seems a little suspicious in my mind. So he's definitely getting involved in this match somehow. Um, so with all that said, I don't know if this is even really a match or they're just going to fight. Um, I think Triple H is going to win <laughs> somehow. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. I, it's just. It just seems too. Like there's not. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going with Triple H. All right. Uh, next up. Um, uh, we got the Undertaker taking on Roman Reigns. Um. Uh, given that Roman Reigns just beat Braun Strowman at Fastlane, and the Undertaker is as old as the Undertaker is, and he hasn't looked exactly great in his last couple of appearances, I almost kind of think Roman Reigns is going to win. But looking up and down this card, based off of who else I think is going to win, I think the Undertaker is going to win. Just because I, I've, there's way too many heels winning, in my mind. Um, and not that Roman Reigns is a straight up heel, but against the Undertaker, you're gonna be a heel. I think the Undertaker's gonna win. I don't think he's done yet. I think he's got another one in him next year, whoever that is against that that New Orleans. I think he's gonna lose in New Orleans again, and that's gonna be it. But I think he's beaten. I think he's beaten Roman Reigns. All right, uh, now it's all right. We got uh, the Raw Women's Match, uh, Fatal Four Way Elimination Match, which doesn't make any sense because the whole point of a Fatal Four Way is it's fatal if because it's a four way, the first person to win wins. If it's an elimination match, that kind of defeats the purpose. It's a four way elimination match. That's what it should be, not a Fatal Four Way. Four Way Dance if you're an ECW fan, but it's not a Fatal Four Way if it's elimination. That, but anyways. Um, for the WWE Raw's Women's Championship, you got Bailey versus Charlotte versus Sasha versus Nia Jax. Um, you know they've been bouncing title around a bunch. Finally, there was some consistency with Bailey keeping it uh, at Fastlane. Um, you know, but ah, Jesus, I don't. Uh, I think Sasha's gonna win. Yeah, I think Sasha's gonna win this one. Yep, that makes Charlotte on a losing streak for pay-per-views, but they already blew it, so who cares? Alright, then we got Friends Friends Explode or whatever you want to call it. The Friends Explode, the Friend of I don't know. Y Y2JKO Explode. 
I'm trying to do like a mega, the mega powers explode, but I can't figure out a, what what they call themselves. There wasn't like a name. Uh, but Jack, uh, Chris Jericho defending his U.S. championship against Kevin Owens. Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm assuming Jericho's, I know Jericho's going to be leaving at some point, but I don't think he's going to be leaving until after the next pay-per-view. Because I know he has a bunch of tour dates, but I don't think they're till until May uh, for Fozzie. Um, so he might stick around. So he could win and then lose the next one. But he could also lose and get a rematch in the next one and lose again. Um, yeah, Kevin Owens is winning this. He's winning it. He's taking the title. That's all I, can, that's all I really got. I mean, that should be a really good match, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see Chris Jericho walking away with that. Especially since he won last year against AJ. Bury all the young guys. Um, whatever. Uh, okay. So next up, we have. All right, we're moving in. We're we got we're da- we're da- we're down to the main matches. The main two matches. We got um um the um, we'll go with the the WWE Championship first, the SmackDown side of things. We got Bray Wyatt defending the title against Randy Orton. Um, you know, they just gave the title to Bray. You know, there's not there's not a lot of champions on this on this pay per view that have had the ch- title for very long. Um, so it's not like it's a big deal if they lose it because they just got it, um, which is a little disconcerting to me. It's like you know you, you you know you kind of you know the back in the day you know guys would have the titles for like a long time and then they'd lose them at WrestleMania, whereas you know look at the title holders Neville, okay he's had it for a couple months maybe, um, SmackDown tag titles are even being defended, Luke Gallows and Anderson only got it a month last month, uh, Jericho has only had the U.S. title for maybe a month and a half two months maybe, Bailey's only had it for a couple months. Um, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Goldberg's had it for a month. Wyatt's had it for a month, or a little like a little over a month. Alexa Bliss only had it for a little over a month. You know, none of these title holders have had the titles for very long. Um, so, like, to it's, there's no real like, so it wouldn't really be shocking if they any of them lost. With that said, I do think Bray Wyatt should keep the title, and I think. Obviously, Luke Harper's another guy that's not on this list for the Memorial Battle Royal. So he's definitely got to be on the card somewhere. So he's definitely going to get involved somehow. Eric Rowan's another guy that's supposed to be back soon. He could definitely get involved in this too. I think Wyatt's going to win. I think this is all going to come back around to um, the Wyatt's getting back together. I think that's what it is. And uh, yeah, I think Bray Wyatt's going to keep the title. Beat uh, Randy Orton. And finally, the main event of the evening for the WWE Universal Championship. Um, a lot of people are kind of lukewarm on this match and given, you know, their match from 17 years ago. Um, sure. Uh, no, no, whatever it was. 13 years ago? Yeah, 13 years ago. 17 years. 13 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but more so, I mean, well, I mean look at what they did at Survivor Series. You know, it, it was a minute and 30. They got to go longer than a minute and 30. 
And I don't know if I don't think they're going to go 20. But if they're main eventing the card, they got to go at least 10, 15, right? Um, I mean, I, no one really seems to know what Goldberg's next moves are. I mean, we know Brock's going to be around for another year. No one really knows what Goldberg's next moves are. Um, did he resign another deal? Is he going to be gone? You know, he has some appearances or shows that he's doing in England coming up not too not too long in the future. But those are easy workaroundable, you know, given his schedule. I mean, either way, neither of these guys are going to be on the show for like every week. And, you know, Brock hasn't fought a match on a Raw. Goldberg, neither of them fought a match on a Raw um, since they've been back. Um, so, you know, the title is not going to defend it on Raw, like whatever. Um so, I mean, I don't think it's as an easy, you know, you know, um, I mean, why are they having the match, I guess, is the question more so than, you know, than that. Because, you know, Goldberg's 2-0. Why is he fighting Lesnar again? What's the point? Um, uh, so, you know, then to go 3-0, it's like, all right, well, I don't see why they're doing this. Um, with that said, I think Brock Lesnar is going to win. I don't know how. I mean, I don't think it's going to be in the way that he beat Randy Orton at SummerSlam necessarily, but I think it's going to be something similar to that, I would imagine. I mean, I don't know. But in any event, I think Brock Lesnar is going to win. So then he's going to have the title again. He's going to sometimes be there, sometimes not be there. Like, does he drop it at the next pay-per-view, a payback or whatever? I don't know, but does he keep it to like SummerSlam? Then he, you know, then there's you, know, you don't have a champion half the time, or whatever. However, his schedule is going to pan out. I don't know, but regardless, it doesn't really matter because the same thing goes for Goldberg. Uh, I, I got I got Brock Lesnar. I think Brock Lesnar is going to win. All right, there we have it. So those are my predictions. Um, got SummerSlam. I mean. It's, SummerSlam's the next big one, but uh, WrestleMania this weekend, SummerSlam, not until August. Um, a lot of pay-per-views in between that, though. Um, there's, uh, I think, f- six more? No, it's got to be more than that. No, maybe not. Yeah, six more. So, I think the next one's up to pay- payback. is the end of April. Then there's uh, Backlash, which they moved out to May. Then I think Extreme Rules is the beginning of June. Money in the Bank is also in June. And there's Bad Blood, I guess, they're bringing back for Raw. And then Battleground, SmackDown. So Money in the Bank, SmackDown. Payback's Raw, back, uh, Payback's Raw Backlash, SmackDown. Um, Extreme Rules, Raw. Money, uh, Money in the Bank, SmackDown. Bad Blood's Raw. Um, Battleground's SmackDown. And then SummerSlam is both. Um, so it's interesting they switched it up because no, since they've been doing these, you know, pay-per-views, the SmackDown has gone before the Raw, but then there's now they're switching it up, which is interesting, but I guess it makes sense. I mean, I'm, I guess it makes sense. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I, I wouldn't know why you just wouldn't continue with the SmackDown Raw, SmackDown Raw, SmackDown Raw pattern. But, I mean, whatever. Either way, I guess it doesn't really matter since there's such a break between um, when they had last had one and the next one. So, uh, anyways, all right, so there we go. You know, it should be a fun weekend. It starts off tomorrow night with the, um, with the um, Hall of Fame. Then you got NXT. Then you got Smack uh, WrestleMania. Then you got Raw, SmackDown, 
Plus there's Ring of Honor and all the other stuff that's going on down there. If you're down in Orlando, have fun. Um, if you're listening to this and down in Orlando. Uh, yeah, that's going to do it, I guess. Um, go Celtics, go Bruins, uh, Red Sox, go go Red Sox. Um, got the, the uh, I don't know when the NFL draft is. That's going to be probably coming pretty soon. But the Patriots made some good moves in the offseason. They're looking good coming into into next year although football doesn't start for another six months or whatever so or five months a little over five months uh patriots will be playing somebody on that opening thursday i would imagine roger goodell is supposedly going to be at gillette stadium whatever (laughs) he's gonna get booed out of the building um all right that's gonna do it um enjoy the weekend it's april fool's day on saturday also hopefully as weather changes around and we get some spring weather that'd be cool um but yeah, so thanks for listening. Um, of course, you know what to do. Check out the blog, razorvader.blogspot.com. Hit me up on Twitter at razorvader. Um, uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes um, and Stitcher, and you know, hit the five star button and read write a review. You can also yeah, leave a comment on the blog. Um, you know, all that good stuff. You know what to do. If you're listening to this, you already got there. But, you know, make sure you do a lot of this stuff because then it's easier next time around. And uh, thanks for listening. And uh, I guess we'll be back sometime next month maybe. I don't know what we'll talk about, but something. Maybe payback. Maybe the, like, Eastern Conference Finals for the Celtics or Bruins maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye.